Hey gang, Tim here, and uh, we're uh, doing uh, a little bit of uh, some Mystics here. Now, truth be told, I'm not a big fan of Mystics. I have not played them as well as I should. Um, just never gravitating towards. But maybe Lily Chen, the martial artist, will break me out of the funk for Mystics. All right, she is three willpower, two intelligence, four strength, and three agility. She's chosen and warden traded. You begin the game with each discipline in your deck in play, unbroken side face up. And as an Elder Sign effect, get plus two. After this test ends, flip a broken discipline you control to its unbroken side. And she's pretty even at seven health and seven sanity. So the uh, disciplines, we'll talk about that in a second. But her deck size is 30. Uh, all level zero mystic cards are opened up to her. Um, she blends out towards guardians at one to five. And she can have up to zero, or up to five level zeros. And then, finally, neutral, she can have those. Um, deck building restrictions. She cannot have any firearms, no guns, no pew-pew. Can't have it. Also, additional requirements. That deck creation, choose a discipline asset to add to your deck. It is considered part of your deck building requirements. For every 15 experience spent, you've earned in total... You may choose to add a different discipline asset to your deck. So, I mean, realistically, she'll be able to get one more. But what are the disciplines? So, I'm going to have to review them. There are four of them. So, you get to pick one of them and add it to your deck. And they're permanent, so they'll, they'll be ready for you at the very beginning of each scenario. Uh, the, there's one for willpower, one for intelligence, one for strength, and one for agility. They're all a static line of one, so we'll look at the willpower one first. Um, take one direct damage to heal three whore, or take one direct whore to heal three damage, flip this asset over as an action. And if you flip it over as an action, um, it's kind of grayed out, and then gives you a react after the round ends. If you took no damage or whore this round, flip this asset over to its unbroken side. Kind of see what's going on for the next ones, though. So this one here is for intelligence, plus one. Uh, as an action, if you have fewer than five cards in hand, draw cards until there are five cards in hand. Flip this asset over. Uh, at the broken side, after this round ends, and your hand did not have two or more cards in it at any point this round, flip this asset over to the unbroken side. All right. Uh, strength. Can get one. And then as an action, you get plus five skill value for the next skill set you perform this turn. After that skill test ends, flip this asset over. This action does not provoke attacks of opportunity. Uh, at the broken side, after this round ends, if you perform no skill tests this round, flip this asset over to its unbroken side. And then finally, we got the agility piece. And you can spend an action one at a time, take up the three different fight or evade actions. Wow. Flip this asset over, and then this action does not provoke attacks of opportunity. The broken side is, if no enemies were at the same location as you at any point in the round, you get to flip it over to the unbroken side. Uh, all of these are really good in their own right. It really just depends on how you're going to build it up. Solo might feel a pinch, and I know Mythos Busters has been doing a uh, um, abandoned and alone scenarios or uh, with, uh, with Lily. So, it'll be interesting to see how she goes solo. Um, they're all good. I mean, on top of that, too, when you get 15 XPs, you get another one to add to your deck. So, that's pretty sweet. So, if you're going to do this thing solo, then, obviously, you're going to have to gravitate towards um, 
the intelligence, unless you want to do the willpower bit where you're, you're throwing in six cents and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, they're all good. I mean, they really are. I mean, I actually dig the uh, three different fighter of eight actions there too, man. In case you got like a really, really big, beefy energy enemy and you can just pap it. Um, I would say maybe the weakest one of the bunch. You know, for the for ability wise, I would, might say uh, the spirit version with the willpower. I would think, but um, they're all not impossible if they get to the broken side. So those are the disciplines. Um, she does have a weakness. There's four copies, one for each discipline. So if you get another discipline, this also goes in your deck as well. Uh, Burden of Destiny. Flaw traded. Uh, Revelation, you must either choose one. Either flip a discipline you control to its broken side. It cannot flip back this round or take a damage in a whore. Um, yeah, I can see if by some weird crazy happenstance you actually do get 15 experience to throw in this deck. But I think the max, isn't it? Like 39? So I don't know how the heck you would get all four. So, huh. Be interesting. It's not a bad, you know, treachery or weakness by any means for her. I mean, it's easily doable, especially with the broken side. But I would imagine this would probably hit you the most inopportune time. And it would get rid of your static bump. So, all right. Lily Chen is pretty cool. I mean, I, I like this. And I hope more investigators do do this, too, where they have, like, specific cards that they can actually grow into, depending on how much, how much XP they have. So, I really hope... That will be a current trend for other investigators because I think that's really, really cool. Alrighty. So I'm going to choose assets. So after just doing with Lily here, we're going to look at assets together. And we do have a permanent one down the rabbit hole. Uh, limit once per deck. Uh, it's a zero XP cost one. Purchase that deck creation only. After each scenario of a campaign, reduce the XP cost of the first two cards you upgrade before the next scenario by one. Uh, so, and then increase the experience cost for you to purchase new cards by one. So this test tells you, you got to dig down deep with happy with what you have and you just make upgrades within your deck and that's it. So definitely well worth it. It will save you costs that way, but you will get penalized a little bit, um, for, you know, put, including new cards that you're swapping out for within your deck as you go along through the campaign. Um, if you're fine with that, this is card is pretty sweet. Um, but uh, chances are you're probably flexing out cards for newer cards anyways. But uh, considering how big the card pool is, this might not be a bad idea because there's a lot of cards out there that can be upgraded internally. Um, and if you're okay with that, uh, I see no problem including it. So good way to reduce some costs without taking any of the funny mystic stuff like, uh, what's that, arcane knowledge? So you just take a mental trauma right off the rip, but each spell, just the spells, and allow you to reduce my one. So this is another way around it. All right. Dragon Pole. Three cost asset for, it's a level zero. You can throw this out for plus one strength. It's item, weapon, melee traded. Takes both of your hands. As a action fight, you get plus one attack, plus one strength for this attack for each arcane slot that is filled. Um, if there's at least two arcane slots filled, this attack deals plus one damage. This shouldn't be too tough for a lot of mystics. They can put on spells, you know, shriveling, six cents, stuff like that. 
uh, just to get two. Uh, I like it. It's pretty sweet. Dragon Pulse is pretty awesome. And I see why a lot of people kind of like throw this in, in uh, Lily Chen's deck. Yeah, that and she's a martial artist, so it's very thematic anyways. So uh, it's cool. I, I do like the Arcane slot because I think there's like another card in the group there that just gives you just uh, an additional arcane slot and really nothing else this one just does the right hands but i think trade-off for that though is so it does take both your hands is it really all that bad probably not for mystics close the circle this is a level one two cost asset it gives you a strength and agility if you need to do a skill check ritual and synergy traded uses um one charge for each class amongst the cards you control including this one uh, as an action, spend one charge and exhaust, close the circle. Take a basic action. For each skill test performed during that ax action, you may choose willpower instead of the skill indicated for that action. Um, this might not necessarily be for Lily. It can be. Uh, if you really want to, and if you disciplined up there to bump her up to a four. Um, I could see the use in this too. But this wouldn't just necessarily be specific towards Lily. I mean, this could be towards anyone that has a good high willpower uh, indicator. And then you would technically have an answer for anything. Um, yep. But it only has one charge for each class one card you control. So this might take a little setup. This is not like one of those uh, cards we reviewed in the past where you get to replenish them. This one, just you just kind of make sure. So it's at a bare minimum one. Um, but if you're playing with multi-class cards, um, I think you can get this up to at least two or three charges for sure. Astronomical Atlas. This is a level three. Three cost asset. Gives you two intelligence, one willpower. Item and tome traded. Uh, does take up the hand slot. Uh, Zappy Boy. Exhaust the Atlas. Look at the top card of your deck. If it is not a weakness, attach it face down to the Atlas. Max five cards. All right, so that's the first part. Feels like you're just ramping this card up for something even better. All right, Zappy Boy, commit a card attached to the Atlas to an eligible skill test. If that test succeeds, add that card to your hand instead of discarding it. Eh, limit once per test. This is like a roundabout way of getting to use um, your cards doing the skill check, and if it passes, you get to put it in your hand. Uh, that's a really roundabout way of doing it, but um, I can see where it's actually uh, beneficial. I mean, honestly, I mean, if you look at it this way, you can just throw like an overpower or an unexpected courage and stuff like that. Probably not. Well, you could with unexpected courage, but, you know, definitely want to get the card. Well, no, because you didn't play it. Let me see. Uh, if that test succeeds, then add that card to your hand instead of discarding it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could. So you're actually committing the card. Yeah. So if you do like overpower, dexterity, I'm already thinking of the neutral cards uh, that allow you to do that. And then uh, you get a benefit and get potentially play it twice that's awesome that's pretty cool i like this one this one's a good one this one's a little thinky so but you got to make sure what you're you know what you're going after but um you know i just immediately hold down on the neutral skill cards but uh that will work too with vicious blow uh if you're able to splash into that uh, but yeah that's that's pretty awesome i like that card that's a good card Healing Words. This is a level 3, 2 cost asset for 2 willpower if you need to do that skill check. It's spell traded. Uh, it does take up the slot. 4 charges on it. Spend a charge, heal 2 damage amongst investigators at your location. Um. So my only question with this card is, if you have like 
two investigators, and they don't take one damage each. Can you just spend it out evenly? Because that's how I'm reading it. Heal two damage from amongst investigators at your location. So you can do like one and one or do two. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like it. It's a healing card, uh, which usually with Mystics, there's usually a drawback, but this isn't. This almost feels like a Guardian card. Um, and I see why, you know, it's three XPs because it's um, not really their wheelhouse to heal, but uh, they got a healing card nonetheless. That's pretty cool. Artwork's awesome on this one, too. Lily Chen doing some craziness. This poor wounded guy. Green, crazy circles. Reminiscent like Doctor Strange. Just warping out. Alright, we got a composure card. It's grounded. Through level 3, zero cost asset. You can pitch this for two wild pips uh, fast. And limit one composure in play. You get plus one skill value during the skill test on spell cards. So it gives all your spells a, a plus one boost on skill checks. Okay. Then as an action, during the skill test on a spell card, spend one resource and get plus one skill value for the test. All right, so this is all just dedicated towards spells, and that's it. It's not like all the other ones where they give you the, the um, stat bump. Uh, however, this one's a little different because um, it does two um, health and two soak, where all the other ones were one and three. So, um, again... Like I said, with all the other ones, and it'll probably be no exception because I'm sure there'll be a rogue one next. When I go through the rogues, it's going to be the same way. You, you want to make sure you have other stuff stat in there so this can stick around a little longer so you can get your max value out of it. Last one. True magic, and that ends in a K. Magic. Reworking reality. It is a level 5, 4 cost asset. It gives you 2 willpower and a wild. Item, Relic, Tome Traded. It takes a spell and a hand slot. Use one charge. Replenish this charge at the start of each round. You may resolve abilities on spell assets in your hand by revealing them from your hand. Treat true magic as if it were the revealed asset. Cool. It's almost like a sleight of hand, but not. You just got to have that card in your hand saying, yeah, I'm going to play Shriveling. Um... Um, yeah, play Shriveling, so the True Magic card briefly becomes Shriveling, remove the charge off of it so you can pay for it, and then do the Shriveling test, or whatever it is, depending on what level you're having. Um, yeah, this is awesome. This gives you a way that you're always going to have a spell, at least once from your hand, just to, to go off on, if you don't have the resources to pay for it. This card is pricey. I mean, 5 XPs is nothing to sneeze at, um, but you could technically have 2 out if you're, well... Nope, because it's unique. This is a unique card, so you couldn't have two. So it's just a one thing. I don't know if I would run two. Uh, I would definitely run one, for sure. If that's your thing. I mean, honestly, if you're playing spells and you're in but events, well, you can do that, too. If, as long as you're spell traded. No, I take that back. It's assets. So any spells that are event-related, you can't do that. It has to be assets. So you're 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 thinking of shriveling, uh, misrelay, um those types, so the, the ones that stick around. Can't be events, so no uh, no Astro Blade, nothing like that. None of the one-time shots. So I don't know if I'd run this. Um, it is pricey, I mean, for, for what it does for, a, you know, a mystical, you know, sleight-of-hand spell. So, but 
that'll wrap it. Uh, Lily Chen's interesting. Um, there's a lot of different stuff. There's some cards in here that's not very mystic-y, because usually you get punished by healing words. I do like the, uh, I do like the Atlas. And, of course, Dragon Pole. And down the rabbit hole is good, too. So, that will do it for this short round. And I'll have events and skills in the next couple days. And we'll close on Mystics. Till then, gang, I'll talk to you later.